Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan Minute 20. Minute 20 begins with Scooter coming up with an idea and ends with Gonzo asking what job he got. Um, I like this shift. I mean, we've been noticing out how these minutes have broken up really perfectly over the past few weeks. Uh, these shifts from scene to scene have just been very, uh, very nice and convenient. I have to point that out. Very convenient. Um, yeah. So uh, right at the beginning of this, we're, we're shifting from Piggy's uh, sort of momentary jealousy back to the group where Scooter is the one. And it's funny when when. I think this is kind of the way it works when Kermit's not around. Scooter kind of steps up to the leadership role. Is that does that sound about right? It does seem to happen. I feel like sometimes that's happened, maybe even just subtly. Um, but he's the one who comes up with the idea for them to leave. And yeah, um, I mean, Scooter has that kind of brain. I mean, we can, can, didn't we talk about this like a couple of weeks ago? Like, like Scooter is one of the more intelligent ones. Like, if you had to yeah. pick, and yeah. I think. He is the like kind of, you know, obviously he's a stage manager type role. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he is kind of second in charge. I think they they even play that in the, in the Muppet Show. Like he's the gopher, but yeah, like he's also the one who's right right behind him, ready to ready to step in when he right. needs to. Kind of that. Yeah. yeah, not officially second in charge, but he will make decisions when Kermit's not. Right. And I think it's funny as we kind of see the way that this minute progresses that the the group, when they're all on the same page, are able to sort of take some of the responsibility away from Kermit, but not necessarily individually. Like, I feel like they can only do it as a group, you know? <laughs> That's a good observation. Right? Because, I, yeah, I feel like if maybe one or two of them wanted to leave, it would kind of just be like, wait, no, that's not happening. But if they all decide that's the only way that Kermit will probably be swayed because it's the only way he's gonna be able to be swayed you know which is interesting um, that they all decide to go along with scooter no one no one breaks from that idea no one thinks that that might be a bad idea right and i think the timing is really important because literally like kermit is away from the table the last they talked to him he was like mad at them mm -hmm. you know he blew up at them outside and so they're probably all for the first time really thinking of what you know what's going to happen now if like Kermit's not he's not going to be the one leading us around anymore what's going to happen and I think yeah, I do like Fozzie's line without even each other even like <laughs> it's just so sad I don't know Fozzie yeah. makes me really sad over the next few minutes I have to say but like he to, to imagine these characters separating and so early in the in the movie too is such a kind of interesting direction to take the movie um, so I just, I, it's interesting to think that like they all actively make this decision. They all think it's a great idea and they all do it in a matter of like less than a minute, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and Miss Piggy, correct me if I'm wrong. Cause you have the script or the transcript. Does she say, I can't leave Kermie. We're still pinned. Let me see. Yeah. I because I get that. It, it, it seems like pinned is like kind of what, like a pre-engagement thing. Like we're, we're going steady. Is that kind of what oh. that means? Uh, that's what I, I'm going to find that. Let's see. Okay. Cause that's what I thought she said. I rewound it several times, but I can't, if I'm wrong, let me know. I can't think of anything else, um, which is cute. And it seems very call like collegiate, right? Is that like what you would do in college? Like right? you'd, get pinned, you'd get pinned to your yeah, best we're gal. We're still pinned. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So at some point we, this needs to be pointed out. They have made a commitment to each other. They they're pinned. 
unless unless Piggy is just making this up, which I guess is entirely possible. Uh, I have a feeling that they are pinned. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a commitment. It's not an engagement, um, but it's close to an engagement. Well, so because at the end of this minute, Kermit's about to say something, you know, right. Turn, right. He says something that we'll find out in in, uh, in next week. But yeah. um, uh, and again, I have some interesting things to say about that. But uh, but yeah, I just it, like we said, we always wonder where this relationship is at, how much Kermit has entered into sort of begrudgingly and how much his, he actually promised her, mm-hmm. you know, and I think the idea of being pinned means that he's definitely made some sort of commitment to her. He's not just sort of, you know, ta- like she's not just tagging along. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just I just want to point that out for the purpose of storytelling as this movie goes along. I think it's an interesting little tidbit there. Um, but I don't know why if they're pinned, they should be splitting up other than, you know, as a complete plot device for this story. Uh, because Gonzo and Camilla, as we see, end up staying together. So I don't know. Uh, it's a little weird to me. I don't know. I feel like Peggy could be like the one that sticks around. I know why she doesn't, but uh, it's a little odd to me. Right. Um, I, I totally agree with you. So the two I have the most problem with making this decision are Fozzie and Piggy. Yeah. Um, Fozzie as Kermit's best friend. I, I just don't see a reason why he's not one to kind of stick with him. Also, Fozzie, I feel, is the most scared to, to yeah. leave and, and unsure to take that leap. Um, yeah. Because if you go around the table, I mean, Piggy probably you know piggy's always been confident about herself i think piggy would be confident she'd go out there and do something else again i'm not really talking in terms of what happens in the movie i'm just you know talking at this moment in time um, right knowing her personality yeah, yeah yeah the the electric mayhem are you know gonna go go on tour and try to find gigs around around the country they're fine um yeah. ralph can find a piano bar you know that he mm-hmm. can he Scooter is smart. I, I think he's pretty confident he could find something else. And, you know, yeah. I, I don't, Gonzo and Camilla look at it probably as some adventure, you know, and yeah, some fun adventure. They're always doing their own thing. Right. So, you know. Yeah. They're off doing their own thing anyway. I don't think, I don't think he thinks about tomorrow ever. I think he right. just goes and does what he's doing. That's you know, true. He's the one who jumps out of a plane without a parachute just because it's fun. <laughs> they'll figure it out on the way down. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so the, none of this seems to be bothering him, but it, that's all completely in character. <laughs> right, so, right. Yeah. Um, but Kermit comes, sits down and it seems like, you know, he does, he apologizes, right? It seems like he's about to apologize. It's possible he might, he might be prepared to regroup here. What do you think? Oh, totally. So yeah. that's, that's kind of the, the funny part about this scene is, is, and that's a trope of these comedies where characters make a decision separate from each other and only to find out that if they didn't make that decision two seconds ago, life would have been extremely different at this moment because right. if they did not make that decision here, Kermit would have came back and they would have, you know, kind of made up and made up and kept moving. Right. Yeah. Right. And instead they, they rashly made this decision to, because they thought it was in Kermit's best interest, interest, which I think is really interesting, like a really kind of developed way of thinking about these Muppets. Yeah. I actually agree with you. I think this is a huge, evolution that we're seeing in this movie. Maybe we don't even really notice it when we watch it so quickly, mm-hmm. but the idea of them kind of relieving Kermit of this burden of them, 
you know? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, sorry, my cat is here and he, she's saying hello. Um, but yeah, it's it's a huge development for them. They're they're so used to him answering all the questions and solving all the problems that for them to take this into their own hands is just a cool development. Well, it's the first time in any of these movies that they, I, whether it's right or not, they realize that they're putting the burden onto Kermit. It's probably not the right move necessarily to to separate from him and say he's better off without us, but it's you know they 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 it's a self realization that um you know it's interesting that they make the decision based on Kermit's better without us and not we're too self reliant on Kermit maybe right. we should develop right. ourselves and be more independent which like they actually seem to think that he he would be able to sell the show better without them. Like they're holding him back. They're holding you know? him back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 They're, they're holding him back. And because, because remember, I mean, supposedly, I mean, we saw it, it was kind of set up as Kermit being the, um, the leader, obviously, but the person, the brains behind this, uh, play, the person who wrote right. it, the person, you know, the star, it's like his baby. It's his. Yeah. And so maybe he's better off selling this without us and finding a different crew because the we don't you know it's a kind of a self realization that the play itself is 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 still very good. It's just us we are not Broadway quality. It's not the play, right? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is an interesting point. Um, I agree with you. Uh, they anyway they all kind of come up on on the on the fly. <laughs> with the idea that they all have gotten job offers somehow. <laughs> uh, I guess these, I guess these job offers are calling the train station and you know, they're answering the payphone. I sure, don't know. Sure. Uh, but Kermit, he does. It's not like he seems to buy it. I think he's starting to maybe, maybe regret what he said and maybe kind of thinking like, really? Like everyone's going to leave, you know, like, and it, we'll, we'll hear a little bit more about this, how they all feel about it next week. But, uh, it does seem like a, a, one of those classic examples of bad timing, like you like you said. So. That plays into it too, because he, I don't think he believes them either. But he also um, kind of looks looks at it the wrong way, like, "Oh, my friends are abandoning me. They don't believe in me." Yeah, when, and I mean, he does say it that they believe in him. Right, I believe. Right. I believe. Is it in this minute or the next? It might be in the. Might be in the next. Yeah. Minute, yeah. Um, you're right, and. You know, it's 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 kind of sad. It's a it's a sad moment because yeah. we know the truth, but he's not. He doesn't know the truth. So it's one of those things that uh, you know you do see a lot in sitcoms and things like that. But yeah, that's what's playing. A classic out here. misunderstanding. It is. It is. Yeah. Well, uh, Gonzo does say the only only other thing I wanted to say was that Gonzo seems to not really be clear on the plan but he's gonna go along with it <laughs> oh he's not clear in fact he's pretty excited that he might have gotten the job right right he's like this is awesome yeah <laughs> so that's pretty funny i love it i also needed to point out that i don't know why i never seemed clearly need or seemed to notice that camilla does have blue eyeshadow she just does have blue eyeshadow and i just think i never picked up on it uh but i think it's awesome and i have to point it out again that uh, camilla is awesome yeah you know it there yeah yeah it's pretty funny Anyway, uh, honestly, that's all, really all I have for this minute. And I'm, I'm a little sad and I'm worried next week's going to be a little sad, Nick. We'll find out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't like sad. Uh, uh, I do. I love the pain. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, please tweet at us, guys, at Muppets Minute. Check us out at MuppetsMinute.com. There's lots of cool stuff, behind-the-scenes stuff that Nick is finding. Uh, you know, hopefully there's, we are, there's not a whole hopefully. lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. But we hope to have some up there for you guys. Uh, subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. All of that stuff. We really appreciate it. Overpromise be- under the liver. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's better. <laughs> We'll be back with you guys next week for, I think, another song sequence uh, for Muppets Minute. 